0: Hello and welcome to another in our series of our In Conversation With podcasts where we, uh, Beric Partners, speak to leaders in the world of not-for-profit, charity, trade association and professional bodies Now today we're going to be speaking with the magnificent, in my view, I think she'll probably hate me saying and uh, describing her as that but nevertheless let's go with it magnificent chief executive of the institute of customer service joe corson um as ever we are tying this podcast into a new search which ics has asked very partners to undertake and uh, this search is for a commercial director which is a newly created role and is part of a recent restructure which joe has designed Um, for the commercial member account management and member acquisition teams. It also happens that almost with impeccable timing that we have also recorded this podcast on the same day that ICS has published its flagship research report, which is the Customer Service Index. Now it's in its 15th year. Um, The Customer Service Index is the UK's Strongest. I mean, I was going to say arguably strongest, but it is the strongest sort of bellwether for our service-based economy. And and Joe is Joe discusses this in the the podcast as well as the impact of uh, this and and the state of the customer service sector in our discussion. Um. Now, for background on Joe, so she has been the. Chief Executive of the ICS for the past 15 years. You'll note that the Customer Service Index is also in its 15th year, so I wonder if the two might coincide. Um, So she's been in in the position for the last 15 years, give or take a month or two, Um, and prior to that she was in charge. She led the marketing and communications function for the Chartered Management Institute, uh, now, I personally have spoken to, to Jo and I've seen her speak at many an event and um, she's always, in my view, uh, an exceptionally engaging, interesting, uh, tra- completely transparent, refreshingly transparent and charismatic uh, speaker. So I really hope that you enjoy listening to her as, as much as I always enjoy speaking to her. Um, again, you can find the links to both the Customer Service Index and to the commercial director position. So we hope that this conversation does pique your interest and that you will put forward an application. Um, You can do this through just referring back to the, the show notes. But enough of my waffling on, you're here to listen to Joe, not to me. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to the Chief Executive of the Institute of Customer Service, the wonderful Joe Corson. Joe thank you very much for joining us today it's a, a real pleasure to to be speaking with you um so first of all uh, w- uh, just in terms of yourself and your own background and given that you're coming up to nearly 15 years as chief executive of uh, of uh, ICS what would you say uh, inspires you most about working with the Institute for Customer Service how how would you describe i suppose the organisation's role particularly in sort of the assisting and and guiding business growth of your members
1: Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Tom, and it's really great to be with you. And this is such um, an important time. And the fact that I've been at the Institute, I guess, 15 years, tells you as much about the Institute and what we're trying to do and the purpose of the Institute. But I think what makes the organisation so unique and so great is very few people get the opportunity to work with a whole range of different organisations. So the fact that we're pan-sector... So, you know, my job is so different. Every day is different. And my colleagues will say the same, because at one moment you might be working with a large automotive organisation. The next it will be a large retailer, a supermarket. It could be some organisation in the public sector. It could be uh, organisations in terms of financial services. The fact that we work with such a broad range of different organisations and ranges of, you know, and big brand names too, Tom, you know, it's a really impressive uh, membership list that we have. So I think that's one thing, because you never get any chance to be bored. I think the other thing, too, is what our purpose is. And, Tom, you know, I obsess about three things, purpose, relevance and impact. But, you know, I always want to work for an organisation that is really clear about its purpose and its purpose is about trying to make a difference. That's why I've been here 15 years. You know, 80 percent of GDP in the UK is services related. Over 70% of our workforce are in some form of customer-related role. So service, customer service, really matters to the UK economy, to organisations inside the UK, to people that work inside those organisations. And if you think about that reach, very few organisations and very few jobs can have that level of impact. And we're here, my mum asked me what I do for a living, to make sure that we are really trying to drive customer service in the UK. And if you think you know customer service, think again.
0: So, and you you brought up the members and the diversity of the members, and, and of course... Um, the institute is is, um, its relationship between with its members is absolutely critical Um, how could you give a couple of examples or or instances when you really feel that you've collaborated with the members to, to create this conducive environment for their success
1: yeah absolutely so if you think about Uh, what we call our value propositions and if you think about our offerings there are very few organisations Tom that offer the breadth and the depth so how do we work with an organisation? Well we work with all parts of an organisation so that could be on the learning and development side so we do qualifications so working with them to try and identify and help support their retention and recruitment strategy through helping their staff take and undertake our qualifications we work with them in terms of training we do bespoke training but we also have um, some real consistency over some of those training offers that we have uh, which is important because that enables them to benchmark and look outside of sector too Uh, we work with them in terms of workshops We do benchmarking and accreditation, and that's really getting inside the organisation and understanding what their customers think about their customer service, but also what their employees think of their service. And both of those are really important because we know there's such a strong link between employee engagement and customer satisfaction. So, and we do tons of research and we're probably most famous for the UK Customer Satisfaction Index, which actually uh, launched today. And it's in our 15th year uh, of that. So th- I think the best thing, the way of describing it is it's a bit like a sweet shop, Tom. So our job is to help our members to put together a really clear plan of action, engagement plan, we call it, and enable them to utilize the very many benefits. And when they do do that, they really get clear to us, whether that's in the boardroom, so I spend a lot of time in some of the boardrooms of the FTSE uh, 350 all the way through to the front line and that's what makes us really unique because we touch all aspects of an organisation and often people think it's just the elements in terms of the operational customer service it's not, we talk about culture we talk about the training and development plans, we talk about effective measurement, we work with insight teams, You know, we work with the COO and the operisation and you know, making sure that you can really get the operations to work and deliver. Not many organisations do that and an end to end and the great thing about us is because we're independent Tom, you know we don't favour any one organisation over another, we're not funded uh, by government, our funding comes from our membership so you know you really get the opportunity uh, in the Institute to touch, feel and impact individuals and organisations on a daily basis
0: and, and the, idea, the The concept of customer service and it's prescient that, that we're talking on the day that the index is, uh, has been um, uh, published um, the customer service is really a very dynamic and really it's constantly evolving um, I, I mean one could argue that it's at really at the forefront of combinations of of technolo- uh, technological advancement with that sort of never losing sight of that human and personal engagement what would you say that are the um, uh, the What does ICS really need to be alive to in the future so that it can continue to support um, uh, its members in such an incredibly dynamic field?
1: It's a really important point uh, Tom and I think you know in my 15 years I've never seen quite the rate of, of change that we're now seeing you know obviously gone through um, Brexit, Covid, cost of living crisis and this combination between tech and the advancement of tech and human um, capability I think is really interesting. We tend to overestimate what happens in the short term and underestimate in the long term in terms of technology but my goodness is it happening to us fast. So I think what that means is for those people that are operating in customer related roles, much more exciting, much greater opportunity to really use a a more broader skill set, because we need to make sure um, the people that are designing uh, the tech are utilising and really understanding it from a customer's perspective. I mean, at the moment, there's so much discussion about chatbots not being able to do it for us as consumers. So actually, more than ever, having customer-orientated individuals, customer service professionals, that are really helping to shape... What the future of customer experience looks like inside their organisations is absolutely critical. So it's not just about the delivery. It's about making sure that as we develop the tech, we've always got a really good insight from a customer viewpoint. And customer service professionals give that. Also, customer service professionals are uh, about looking at the whole picture, the end to end delivery. Not many jobs get that opportunity to do that. And if you think about the future COOs and CEOs, they've got to be hugely in touch with the customer landscape. They've got to be great problem solvers. They've got to be able to really think about that connection, as I said, about internal customers as well as external customers. So I actually think from a customer service um, aspect or point of view, now has never been such an exciting or brilliant opportunity to be in customer service because the future is going to be this blend of tech, AI is at its infancy, really, you know, and really driving that through. And we're going to need to have really good skills about how we utilize AI, you know, from a customer service perspective. Yeah. And really build that, as well as high levels of empathy, understanding, emotional intelligence, and all of those skill sets. This isn't about transacting anymore. This is about really creating service propositions that really reach and meet customers' needs. And those organisations that do that, Tom, and staff with people that understand that are going to be the ones that will be here.
0: That's great, thank you. So, obviously, what's prompted us to talk uh today is that we're we're the ICS is is in the process of making a new appointment of a new commercial director. Um and this is, as I've described in my introduction, this is effectively a new role in a newly restructured commercial team. So it'd be really good to know how you sort of envision this appointment will contribute to ICS's ability to to push forward in its ambitions in the future and particularly in this very dynamic field that we've just discussed
1: so tom really good question and for me this is such a critical um, appointment because it has such a an amazing opportunity to have a huge impact and influence to the future direction of the institute this role is responsible for our day-to-day relationships with all of our members. So the whole account management and the strategy with that, you know, whether we have some of our major accounts all the way through to some of our SMEs. So it's a huge um, role big responsibility. So it has responsibility for the revenues around that, bringing that business in, holding that business, so retention, making sure that the members are utilising all of our products and services. So through that team of brilliant account directors and team members, really driving the future state of the Institute in terms of its membership. Couldn't be a more important role. So that's one side. So absolutely about our membership and the retention of those members and those account management strategies and product penetration and making sure that the members utilise all of our membership benefits. And then the other side of the role, role is about acquisition. So attracting new members to the Institute and ensuring that you know their onboarding experience, the reasons why they are coming, and that absolutely uh, staying with us and that journey into membership is as smooth and as... Um, Uh, as smooth as it possibly can be and as impactful as it can be. So two sides to this role. It is a heartland make no mistake about it Thomas' about revenue generation. This is about you know someone that's highly commercial, really good um, interpersonal skills, really amazing leadership skills to be able to take that team. It's a tough environment. you've got to be able to really um, uh, hold yourself well and accountable against some very senior people in the UK and you've got to lead that team with real passion and enthusiasm not just for service but for business too. Because most of the people we're talking about are senior business uh, leaders and therefore really, really trying to drive
0: that. OK, and, and once in place, I think it, it's always helpful for somebody to know what what is the journey that they're on. And, you know, I, I've obviously asked you a series of quite waffly questions, but ultimately, what does success look like for ICS in five years? What do you want to be? Where do you want to be?
1: Okay, really good question. So we write three year strategies and in five years time, I want growth. I want to make sure that we're continuing to build on the number of members that we've got. That's really important. Number two, however, it's not just about acquiring members. We want members that are hugely engaged, engaged and utilising all of the membership benefits, making sure that they're getting the very best out of that. And, you know, I said about outcome. Ultimately, I want UK PLC to realise and understand the importance of customer experience and how that actually drives our economy, the demonstration of return on investment of service, the higher levels of productivity. So you're joining an organisation that's not just about the membership, it's about change. It's about getting UK PLC to understand why the service agenda is so important to the, uh, the standing of the UK internationally and to its performance as we go forward. So you get an opportunity. Like this doesn't come along very often, uh, Tom, To and which is you know, back to the first question you asked me about why am I still here? Because it still excites me. It still drives me to make so much change and opportunity. And this person is going to be leading on that, working with brilliant brands and organisations that are in various stages through this journey. So you've got to be able to convince them why this is important and really drive that. Working with also a brilliant team around you not just your own team but also the wider institute i'm very proud of some of the research that we do i'm very proud of some of the products and services that we've got to offer so what does five years look like three years look like growth high levels of retention members utilising and overall I can sit there and retire Tom maybe and say <laughs> wow you know actually UK PLC really recognises the importance of customer service and we're starting to really respect that and drive that.
0: Surely not Joe. we shouldn't be thinking about retirement, it's onwards onwards onwards. Um, Joe, thank you so much for your time, it's been a real pleasure to speak to you and uh, and to work with you on, on this incredibly exciting appointment. So thanks very much. Jake no, Ellison. well, thank
1: you. And I look forward to hearing from anyone that hopefully feels that they're really up for this challenge, but also a brilliant opportunity. Yeah, it's a great organisation. And as I said, a real privilege to work uh, as part of the Institute.
0: Well, obviously, we'd like to say thank you to Jo for her time today and um, really interesting comments. If you would like to know more about the commercial director position for the Institute of Customer Service, then please do refer to the show notes where you'll find a link over to our advert and, of course, the full job description. And, of course, do take a listen to the... uh, Take a listen what we're talking about. Do have a look at the... um, uh, the Index, which has been published today, which you can also find. Um, if you've got any questions or queries, then just give me a call. I'll drop me an email. <laughs> My email address is thomas.ewan at So thank you very much for your incredible level of sustainability to make it this far. Um, I'm hoping, again, that if you have made it this far, that you are... <laughs> That you are very interested in this commercial director job so i'm sure that we will be speaking soon i'm sure that i will hear from you soon and if you've got any issues or or, or questions then do give me a call but thanks again to joe and i look forward to hearing from you